Hello and welcome. This is episode 29 of the Overclock Podcast. I am still waiting for my coffee to kick in. Are you just making ambient noise so it can sound like our usual <laughs> levels of I am joined as always by Gavin Dudley, the intrepid editor of Tech Magazine and Tech Luminary to South Africa. Hello. Is that it? You're also waiting for the coffee to kick in. <laughs> no, I'm busy catching up with the notes. Anyway, okay. so Gavin has put me under strict instructions to not mention the Samsung Galaxy S10. <laughs> <laughs> I was sick of hearing about his wonderful experiences. I penned, I penned a thousand eight hundred words oh. in my review about it. Review will be linked down in the podcast description. And my, um, my equivalent review, two hundred and thirty words. Two hundred and thirty words. Oh, you couldn't even cover the importance of the screen technology. I just call the screen absolutely brilliant and probably class leading. Oh yeah, my good goodness! I mean, and you were that adjectival. How do you describe how brilliant a screen is to someone who can't see the screen? You know? You've got to tell them it's fantastic. It's an engineering system. It is. And it then, is. You, then you go on to explain no. the exact engineering Okay, sure. Feet. Sure, no, no. Take nothing away yes. from that. Because actually the whole phone is a series of engineering feats, actually. It yes. really is quite extraordinary. Anyway, and sure. now that we've <laughs> back up on the <laughs> Kevin, big things that happened this week in technology. Geneva Motor Show. That's yeah, where all yeah, yeah. concepts come out traditionally, mm. the home of the concept. I mean, I'll, I'll just point out for reference that somewhere around 2015 or so, the biggest consumer show, uh, consumer electronics show, which is CES in mm-hmm. Las Vegas, basically got taken over by the motor industry because yes. motor and tech have really converged in a big, big way. So let's let's hear what yeah. you saw. So so last year, Geneva 2018, like everyone and their dog rolled out their electric cars. Mm. It was the electric car fest. Yeah. Mercedes dropped the EQC or announced the EQC. Jaguar said that they were finally putting the iPace into production. And then this year, a lot of them weren't there. With trumping all these things, it's not as big a novelty anymore. Yeah, it's not, but mm. there, there were a couple of amazing things that happened. So in the same week, Elon Musk, our prodigal son, yes, um, announced him. that yeah. the tiny little crossover mm-hmm. electric car Tesla, the Model Y, is being announced at the end of this month mm. um, on South African soil. iPace had its local launch here, so pricing at like 1.2 million. Mm. Yeah, just say say that again so that people can tune out completely. 1.2 million for an electric car. Of course, it's um, going to be a fantastic electric car. And then on the same day, Mercedes decided to have a little teaser for the local media as well mm. with the EQC 400 and the drive around the block, okay. which I thought was in poor taste. So what is the name of the Mercedes? What EQ- EQC. Does it stand for something? I don't no. know. But okay. like the 400 is like the baby one is built on the C-class platform, but mm-hmm. it's a little SUV type thing. So it looks like a regular Mercedes. Yes. Okay. So like importantly right now, electric cars are shooting around the 400 kilometer range like that's where they want to be right so that's like three three charges to get to Joburg kind of thing uh, yes yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but Jaguar obviously as I've said before in this podcast have gone to the, the extra mile <laughs> and they've installed <laughs> so to speak. the charging infrastructure yeah so this is a big deal I mean they they basically backing themselves to succeed based on them having spent the money on building the charge stations yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of money goes into that you know so that's so, a, that's like mm. the big discussion now where you have you have companies as traditional as Jaguar and then you have a company like Tesla who mm. are just eating up market share in the electric yeah. car but the big guys the big Bavarian guns mm. and the, the German guns they are just lagging behind BMW were first to market with the i3 yeah. but have just dropped the ball quite 
spectacularly. Yes, I, I think it was a very interesting vehicle. And then they had an I8 yeah. as well. Yes, which was a very sporty, it's, exotic yeah, it's a, one. Yeah, it's a roadster okay. hybrid sort of thing. Mm. Um, and then Mercedes, where they bring a car and they're like, oh no, it's only going to production like next year. Yeah, no one's interested in hearing no that. Yeah, no one cares yeah. about what's coming out. By down then, the they, like another six luxury models will have launched. Like, yeah. I'm sure you can invest like a couple mm. billion and you can check turn one of your production lines into a full-on EV production line, source mm. batteries. Okay. Like, Tesla's, Tesla's well, designs are open source. Okay, so so look, look. just for, for reference for the listeners, yeah. this new Tesla, the Y, is it? Uh, yes. The Y. What is it comparable with in petrol cars? Is it like a, an it, uh, Opel Corsa, or what are we talking no, about? No, it, it's going to be... Like a, a Polo? It's going to be like your Hyundai Creta, or... Like the Tucson, the little one. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Or like so a Hyundai, like I-10, yes. something like that. No, no, uh, no, no, no. Like the, the small crossover. So like the IX-35 maybe. Oh, I see. Yeah. So very small. Yes. yes. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so, so run-arounders. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Because um, Lindsay actually just wrote a spectacular story for us in Tech Magazine, uh, an interview with a guy called Thomas Thurner. Now, he's like a wildly overachieving academic who studied engineering and social stuff and philosophy he studied stuff and all economics. Of the he studied everything. And some of the things that came out in his interview was electric cars are going to fundamentally impact society. But we should recognize that in South Africa, this might look very different to how it looks, you know, in Detroit mm. and how it looks in the UK and how it looks in the Far East and whatever. It's going to look very different here. It might be really small, really cheap cars. Yeah. It might be public transport for all we know, but electric vehicles will look very different in Africa if it's going to work as a solution. So thumbs up to Jaguar, best of luck to yeah. them, but if I'm going to believe Thomas Ferner, which at this point I do because of how Lindsay convinced me in the story, <laughs> the EVs are definitely going to look way different in South Africa, probably more like India, I'm guessing. Yeah, so but we'll for, see. For, for me, like for that sort of innovation to happen, mm. the cars, the class-leading cars, or the pioneer cars need to hit the road now. So like the rich people need to get it and the infrastructure needs to get built and it needs to trickle into the rest of society so that we can get those people movers in the future. And so for me, the most important thing that came out of Geneva was actually within, so Volvo has a sub-brand which is like an electric sports car brand called Polestar and they have produced the Polestar 2, which compares quite favorably with the Tesla Model 3. So it's like a mid-size sedan, mm-hmm. um, and it goes like 500 k's. What do we charge. call a mid-size sedan? BMW 3 Series. Yeah, BMW 3 Series. Mm-hmm. So it's like on on that yeah. more affordable sort okay. of. Mark? BMW 3 Series is affordable <laughs> in Lindsay's world. Just pointing it's that out. to be affordable. <laughs> it's like sub-executive. Oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, keep going. Um, and yes. what about Polestar? So Polestar, their new infotainment system, it's like this massive tablet in the middle of mm-hmm. your dashboard, and it actually runs a version of Google's app. So it's like Android modified for like an in-car infotainment system. As the operating system. As the operating mm-hmm. system. So like okay. the navigation system right. is straight up Google Maps. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so it gives you like little optimizations where mm. uh, Google Maps will then talk to the car as well mm. and see what your charge level is like and like predict your your range when mm. you reach your destination or so so if, if you're confused about how these operating systems and softwares and things work in cars I was busy having a discussion with Lindsay who follows the stuff fairly closely and as I understand it there are a number of people who are building hardened operating systems yes. for the cars themselves but then there's the kind of user-friendly front end where you're tapping on things yeah. you're getting your navigation your maps your music 
and those things could be something like CarPlay from Apple, yes. or it could be Android, Android Auto, Auto yeah, from yes. Google, or, but there's an underlying operating system to all that, and that's what he's saying. Polestar yes. will run Android as an operating, or will run a Google-based operating yes, system. Yes, right. okay. and that will translate into their right. the rest into is their apps that get user, on top. The user interface as well. Right. Um, yeah, so brands like AKG are big into... So, sound people. Yes. Yeah. No, but they're big into um, car that's right, stuff that's as well. Right. So I remember, Blackberry I remember are still big in there with QNX. QNX yeah. So what, what those companies do, and Microsoft as well, they build like the building blocks mm. of the infrastructure. Mm. So they you can stick the hardware as well there. So they will say, okay. we you need this graphics card to run. Right. Because of course yeah. you need a whole, a whole proper computer. And people talk about, yeah. there's a computer in my car. This is like a real proper computer in yeah, your car. And it's, it's not just and a it's, friend. And all those one. those computers will also run like your smart car stuff. So like right. your radar for your parking distance. Okay, that's and the sensors and yeah. stuff that the car is using. all of the yeah. sensors. Right. And then the software user-facing stuff will get layered on top yeah, of that. Yeah, so right. you're just picking songs and music. <laughs> Meanwhile, the operating system's <laughs> frantically trying to swerve around pedestrians while <laughs> they prevent crashes. Getting your voice dictation. <laughs> what are you like? Volume up, volume up, and you don't understand why the volume is not going up. It's the car's trying to save some people on the road. Okay. Uh, yeah, cool. So, yeah, uh, that was the biggest thing for me. Mm. Um, Google, like an actual smartphone like in interface running in a car, mm. is for me just the future. Mm. We must use, like, you use your smartphone every day. So, yeah. when you're using another smart device, with an interface, a graphical interface, it should look like your smartphone. You should be comfortable enough yes, 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 to yes, operate in the same way, yes. the same apps that you yes, use, yes. where all your data is stored, should be transferred from the one to the other. Right. Yeah, all your screens should be like one little yeah, ecosystem. In the way that you know, eventually your fridge will probably operate the same way, and then like your TV will also operate the same way. There will be like a unified system, because you don't want to be changing mental gears to operate your different devices. Yeah. Sure, I'm hearing you. Cool. Okay. So, just, uh, we're running a bit long in the second. Mm. Gavin, interesting thing you found out yesterday. We had a couple of WhatsApps to and fro. Data prices around the world. Yeah, I, I just saw a huge discrepancy. I mean, the, the, re the research for this looked pretty credible. It was done by Statista. I think they're quite big internet statistics people. Um, and they had priced data, one gig of data, from lots of different countries all over the world. And the discrepancy between the highest and the lowest was huge. So... In, um, in India, for example, you're paying 26 US cents. But in the US itself, you're paying over $2, I think, yeah. for a gigabyte of data. So we had a debate about how much South Africans are actually paying for a gigabyte of data. So if we translate the Indian price down to rands, 26 cents would then be, oh my goodness. Uh, two rand. No, uh, it'll be like four rand. Yeah, okay, four rand a gigabyte of data uh, in India. That's just mind blowing. Okay, so in the states they are paying. Is it twelve? I think it's twelve. No, no, not twelve. Two dollars, a bit, bit more than two dollars. So that would make it a hundred and fifty rand somewhere around there. Yeah. 150 rand for the a gigabyte. So 12 12 dollars and yeah. 2 cents. 150 rand and Switzerland I mean, are like at 20 dollars. Yeah, well, good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, you know, we're looking at a big discrepancy between India at 4 Rand and the States at 150 Rand. It's like huge. Where does South Africa fit in? 
So where do they fit in, Lindsay, in um, your opinion? Uh, Vodacom is right up there with the States, actually. Okay. So, so we, we, I, I pay about 150, 149 per okay. gig of data. Now, now, what we've established that this is if you just buy a gig Ad of data thing, yeah. on its own, standalone, blah, blah, blah. If you bundling gigs of data into your uh, contract and that kind of thing, it will cost much, yes. much less, yes. really. Like less than half that, actually. Yeah. So we can only assume that the research they did was all based on standalone gig of data, which is why it costs so much more than it would otherwise cost. You say 150, 150, 150 rand for a gig. Yeah. For a gig. Um, most of us, I think, recognize paying something like 80 rand a gig because it's being bundled into our contract in some way. Either we're topping up with it. I also pay the Vodacom tax. Okay, yeah, I'm a complete Vodacom sheep. Oh, I'm a complete Vodacom sheep. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I don't want to be knocking Vodacom, but jeez, I mean, they really are mercenary about how they take yes. people to the cleaners and unapologetic about it. I mean, but their coverage is so good. No, but that's the point. If you were to call them up and say, uh, in fact, this happened in Parliament. They, they went, uh, Vodacom, why are you so much more expensive than everyone else? And the answer was basically, ah, because we're worth it. Yeah. You know, which was a really... Because we invested so much in our infrastructure. That was a terrible bloody answer, in my opinion. I think it's because what they mean is our marketing has been so successful, everyone thinks they're worth it. That meerkat, man. That meerkat is inescapable. But yeah, so by this study... Yes. I mean, South Africa does fall within, like, the top 25%. In the more expensive, yeah. Yeah. Which is in line with everything yeah. else that's been said. I think there, there was a time when we all thought we were getting a terribly raw deal and yeah. our mobile data was way more expensive than the rest of the world. Turns out, our, da- our mobile data has been steadily falling over years. Yes. And, Especially um, the outer bundle rates. Yeah. And then it's now just comparable with some of the leading countries in the world. And actually, our cellular networks are comparable with some of the leading countries in the world. So, Indeed. you know, we're not getting some kind of raw deal and we should all stop whining, I guess. Mm. And if you want 5G, you should go to rain. Okay, and the smart move is to get the data bundled into your damn contract and not pay massive out-of-bundle rates for it after. Mm. So, Gavin, yes, uh, 2019 is going to be the year of the upgrade. Ooh. For me, I'm saying, well, forecasts are saying that smartphone sales are going to continue to decline steadily this year mm-hmm. because everyone yep. wa- who wants a smartphone has a smartphone. Right, that they right, and not replacing it randomly. And because the things are becoming so expensive, mm. like no one's going to be replacing the stuff. I'm saying... 2019 is the year you should upgrade your smartphone. And if you upgrade your smartphone, you probably want to protect it with a case. Ah. Do you have any tips for people buying new smartphones and buying cases with a smartphone? Oh, man. When I look at the case market, it's just like chaos. You don't really know what you're getting. You don't know how to choose. They all look the same. Well, I mean, they all look different, but they all claim to be doing the same job. So I'm going on my personal experience. I've had really good experiences with UAG, which is Urban Armor Gear, yes. I believe the name is. Um, you can get them almost everywhere. They do cost a good 20-30% more than everyone else. But they are tested, genuinely tested, to genuine military specification. They can genuinely take a drop on the corner. Yeah. They're genuinely insulated for impact. I mean, But they also add about 3% more volume to your phone. Yeah, probably more than 3%. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they're adding like a couple of mils or on the back and a couple of mils on the corners. But, you know, if you've got a 20,000 Rand phone... You know, that's just the price you pay, and you'll be happy to pay it the first time you yeah. drop that. Phone. For me, importantly, you need something that's going to stop your phone from sliding, sliding uh-huh. out of your pocket, mm-hmm. sliding on an unlevel surface. So you need a little bit of grip. That's mm. why I love like silicone type field yeah, okay. cases. Okay. Or anything which just adds yeah. a bit of friction. When a lot of accidents um, happen when the thing slides off the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. Or out of your pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Agreed, agreed. Um, for me, also, like just a little raised look around the screen of your mm-hmm. phone. So that the case hits the ground should it fall and not your screen? Right. Yes, 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 yes. So that's the problem. If, if your screen is 
level with the edges of yeah. the thing. You're actually not protecting the screen yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. So for me, your case I should should raise up above the screen. I, I like going quite minimalist. I don't like adding a lot of bulk. I love mm. small phones. Okay. I love things feel small in my hand. Sure, own. just feels more natural. Yeah, look these big on tiny phones. I've got to tell you, it's weird, man. It's weird. Ergonomics, man. Ergonomics, ergonomics. Sure, That's sure, the word, no, 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 sure. Agree. Um, so I I like Spigen. Mm. Is, is the brand. Okay, how do so, you spell that for us again? S-P-I-G-E-N. Yeah, I have seen So that they wrong. were out yeah, in yeah. the country for a while, but I see Vodacom stores have got them back mm-hmm. in. Salu City definitely has them back in. Mm. Um, and then there's another little upstart called uh, Skunk Works. Mm. So Works is with a X at the end. Mm. Um, and it has a little picture of a skunk on mm. it. So they also do like these awesome little cheap like silicone cases with little raised corner mm. bits. Which, corners, which corners are the quite, vulnerable yeah, bit, yeah. Which is quite good. Um, see-through cases, obviously you're going to get yellowing if you wear it in a pocket all the yeah. time, especially if you're wearing jeans. Mm. Like, uh, yeah, on the subject of see-through casing, one of the reasons I like the UAGs is because many of them are see-through and it's kind of cool because you can still see mm. your phone inside. So if you've got a nice pearlescent mm. background like uh, Lindsay does on his S10 Plus. And Gavin does. <laughs> the pearlescent background still sticks out. You can still see your phone nestled inside there. The mm. entire shape and texture is not taken I'm away. also mm. uh, blessed with children, and my children <laughs> love stickers. So Ooh. all of my phones, I'm oh. surprised my S10 doesn't have a sticker on it. But all of my phones, like if you watch any of my videos. Tolerant, dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, I, like if I have to shoot anything with phones, and uh-huh. people always look at me and like, dude, why do you have like stuff? Stuff on there, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I get stickers placed on there. So I like the, the and it like, lets you stand out a little bit from the show. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Personal. So, so I love the see-through, yeah. the see-through back. Yeah, but speaking, mm. um, I like the thin fit, which is mm. not really the grippiest case. But it's just a little layer of plastic mm. over, sure. and it's just well designed, so it like has a little lip on the top, mm. not too much protection. But yeah, again, I'm also the Neil deGrasse Tyson video. If you search for, I think it was Neil deGrasse Tyson. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, search for that video, see what he does with his phone. So he like twirls it around in his fingers. So he doesn't wear a case on his phone. Uh-huh. He just has like a little skin on the uh-huh. back. Uh-huh. And he says the same way that soldiers will do drills with their guns, uh-huh. it's so that they know how to handle their, ah, their weaponry okay. from any angle. All right. Like you, you should, should be feel doing the weight little, shifting yeah. and the edges. Just like toilet through your fingers, get to know it, like That's holding it with a pinky yeah, or yeah, holding yeah, yeah. a spin sometime fondling your phone. Yes, yeah, yeah, just okay. put it around with it in your hand so your hand right. gets used to holding the phone in various yes, different angles. Because and the phone positions. should be evenly weighted, but what if it's not? That's the you know, that's precisely yeah. the thing that yeah. cause you to drop it, or maybe it's more slippery in one we'll part than another part. That muscle yeah, memory. yeah, muscle memory, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, slap a case on it, get it doesn't like help for us. A couple of moles. We change phones every week or so. Familiarize yourself. Yeah, you can do it in your sleep. I think that's enough about so, so Spigen, UAG, yes, another UAG. Skunk Works is a good one. Body gloves still making amazing cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The UAGs are kind of starting around 400 Rand, they yeah. go up to like 800 Rand, I think, depending on how serious you Spigen, want to get. I think you're getting from about 300 bucks, mm-hmm. and Skunk Works, you're getting like 150 bucks, you can, can get you a mm-hmm. Little thing, yeah. Just try not to go for more fashionable cases. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh other tip, please. If you love wireless charging, avoid any cases with like those textured insides. So like that velvet inside that's supposed to stop your phone from getting. Scrapped. Oh, I see. This mess with the charging. Yes, mm-hmm. it will overheat your phone. Like oh, you absolutely. Believe. I never thought about the heating. Yeah, and a good point. I, I had an S8 yeah. with a Skunkworks case that uh, had the, the velvet, velvet inside, uh, and you put that thing on the charger, and the phone will switch off. Fire hazards. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Interesting, never thought yeah. about that actually. Yeah, mm. cool. That's, that's, that's enough about that. Oh, okay. 
Um, you wanted to talk about how Showmax is doing, and yes. if you think they they are coming up to the. So, 14th of April, as you know, uh-huh. Game of Thrones season eight, the <laughs> final season, starts in the US. We'll be seeing it on our screens on the 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, so Monday the 15th, okay. in the early hours of the morning, uh-huh. live. If you have DSTV now, okay, the first. DSTV Premium on Mnet, right? And then Showmax. After the evening broadcast, the primetime broadcast, so I think Game of Thrones flights at like 8.30 or something okay. on Mnet, at 10 o'clock on the 15th, starting on 18th, uh, April the 15th, that episode one of season eight of Game of Thrones will go on to Showmax. Okay, okay, okay. Now, so wait, you wait, can wait, stream wait, it wait. on Showmax directly after okay, it was okay, wait, 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 wait. So, okay, relatively speaking, when did it flight in the US compared to when does it flight on, M- on, on DSTV compared to when does it flight on so Showmax? So DSTV All does... within a few hours of yes. each other. Okay. So DSTV does, like, they do... If you wake up at three in the morning, you can watch it in real time. Because that's when it flighted in the US. Yeah, so okay. that's direct from right. the US. They okay. have that agreement So within HBO. minutes, it's almost yeah. real time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then they have a primetime broadcast okay. in the evening. Eight-ish. Yeah. yeah, eight-ish. Okay. And then after that, at 10 o'clock... Uh, it will be available on Showmax, Showmax. Okay. which is incredible. Right. I think DSTV yeah, it's almost the first time. Multi-choice almost the finally first time found out what to do with their streaming mm. service. But I can imagine they had to work pretty hard to get that deal. They can't cut a deal like that for every single series, you know. Mm. Mm. But Maybe they should. Maybe that's where they should be for, 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 for content as mm. important to consumers as mm. the final season yes, of Game of, Game of Thrones. To, sure. to bring this... It's a coup. Yeah. It, it is quite a coup. Uh-huh. And I think it will move them... Because that's the thing, like people yes. always I, I they need... argue about this all the time. People make this false argument of like Netflix versus Showmax. Yeah. Or like Netflix versus DSTV. Yeah. It's like no, Netflix is one network. Okay. So they have one yeah. barrel of content that mm. they can serve you. It's their own stuff or things that they have mm. agreements with with other I think, content creators. I think the challenge is more Showmax versus DSTV. That's more of a comparison. So DS- where, where DSTV like, actually comes down to the live content. Yeah, and- yeah. But DSTV is offering you like HBO shows. They're offering you Showtime shows. So they have all these agreements with various networks. Right. Okay. They're, they're agnostic. Giving, they pick yeah. from all the networks yeah. in the world. Yeah. So then they're giving you a streaming video on demand service called DSTV Now. Yes. So you can go online and you can watch. If you have a premium subscription, yes. you can watch all of those shows all in a little box shop. Okay. Box all right. Okay. Stuff. All right. Um, and you can like go back in time and like right. watch all this. And then you get Showmax as well, which is kind of off to the side, mm. which then takes like older content and more okay. new. So it's more Netflix-like. Yeah, yeah, in that sense. But, okay. but for me, like, but, but, yeah. if you have, if you cut the cord today, if you stop subscribing to DSTV mm-hmm. and you just Netflix as your primary source mm-hmm. of entertainment, you can't watch Game of half Thrones. of the shows. Yeah, like Game of Thrones, uh-huh. you can't watch that. Yeah. So it's like you. So you we're going to end up with with a with a mix of yes. Different I think we must services. expect. Yeah, we yeah. must expect that we're going to subscribe to multiple services. So if you're paying nine hundred rand for your DSTV, in the end, you might pay. 300 rand for Netflix, mm. 200 rand for Amazon, and another yeah. 200 rand for yeah. Showmax, just for argument's sake. Yeah. It might come up to 900 rand, and, but you'll, you'll end up with a lot more content than you can reasonably watch. But maybe you won't just have one provider. But the yeah. odd one out was always Showmax, because Showmax is so tightly, it's a multi-choice product. Yeah. It's yeah. made yeah. by so now they, the same people. Now they're trying to carve out their own identity. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think this is the best. I think DSTV should just... Because when they launched, they launched, and then they got bundled into yes. DSTV. Now they're 
now they've got bundled out of DSTV. And how much does it cost now? 100 it's 100 bucks, yeah, okay. 99 bucks a month. I think Netflix is kind of 160 ish. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, it depends on your package. Remember. I think you can get away with 120. Okay, that's like a two screen job. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure which package mm, I want. Okay, actually. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had a horrible experience where my TV is getting a bit old and it doesn't support the new Amazon video app. It just oh doesn't goodness. run on my TV, so now I've got an Amazon subscription, which I can't watch, because my TV is getting a bit too so old, yes, so I'm yes. going to have to get a set-top box now to make sense of all that. Here's, here's the bigger conversation, mm. uh, Gavin, which I wanted to have now. So, Galaxy S10. Mm. <laughs> Wait, hang on, hear me out. Don't cut me off. Here. I can't help myself. <laughs> um, display made found it to be uh -huh. not only the best mobile mm. display, but actually, kind of the best display yeah. on the planet yeah. right now. Yeah. Consumer-facing yeah. display on the planet. Saw that. Which That's, is I mean, incredible. you kind of understand, to achieve accolade <laughs> like that, I mean, you know, they're, they're probably engineers who have sacrificed their entire lives just to get to I that think point. I think their color accuracy on their, in their natural mode yeah. is like within... Yeah, it's, of it's reality. It's visually yeah. indistinguishable from, from reality. Yeah. Okay. So, with these massive displays that we're now getting in our hands, mm. You just said your TV's getting a bit older, mm. right? How many people actually have smart TVs in South Africa? I think it's a hell of a lot less yes, than I have, would have to premium phones, phones sure, premium sure, devices. Sure. So are we reaching a point where it's better for you and your eyes mm. to consume content on your mobile phone mm. than it is to watch it on your TV? Mm. Well, just the other day, I had to wait for two hours for one of my kids to do something. And I actually just kick back in the car. Instead of going off to do something productive, yes. I just kick back and watch TV yeah. in my car. Yeah. With, you know, sound system yes. in the car, a tiny little screen perched yeah. on the steering wheel. But it was like watching TV. I yeah. got completely immersed yeah. in what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, my thing is, like, the, the phones are getting expensive. This is the point yeah. that I made in my review as well. Phones are getting very expensive now. Yeah. But it's because... They are becoming more than just yeah. a phone. Well, I mean, you're looking to turn your phone into a computer, and yeah. we know that's possible. We've experimented with that ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So if you're paying 21 grand for something that's going to be your primary mm. content mm. device, content mm. consumption device, mm. music and TV, yeah. with your, yeah. through your streaming yeah, 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 stuff, yeah. you're watching in better quality than yes. you can get on then your TV at maybe home. you can justify spending a lot more on it. Too. Yeah. 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 Certainly got the processing power. Yes. In fact, if you're not using your phone for computing yes. and watching videos, you're basically wasting your money because you're paying for that, that functionality, exactly. you know. Okay, good point. Good and point. I think on that note, we have convinced you to talk about the Galaxy S10 again and actually made a very good case for it. Okay. I am going to say, what is happening in your life? What is happening in my life? Uh, uh, well, not existentially. Okay. Oh, gosh. Pity, I was just looking to fill you in there. Well, I found a phone that is, well, I'm, I'm busy testing a range of phones at the moment, a 2,000 Rand phone from Nokia and a 3,000 Rand phone from Nokia that have impressed the hell out of me. But I'll tell you a bit more about that when we speak again. Before we get there, I will also be reviewing the LG Stylus equivalent of Samsung's Note, yes. except that it costs 5,000 Rand instead wow. of 15,000 Rand. That's a false equivalency. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. I got great functionality out of it, and I just got, oh, the stylus, oh, I'm just writing nicely on the screen. Oh, I can't see any problem. Then Lindsay will drag the stylus <laughs> across the screen and go, oh, look, oh, look, it's trailing. 
like things I never even noticed when I was using it, you know. We're like operating in two different worlds, the two of us. That's why we make the show. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I am. You can find me at thatopiniongay.co.za. I'm getting some nice facts from my website. Good, good. SEO good. is treating me nicely. Oh, good, good, good. Why? Maybe it's the Galaxy what, S10. What's the last? What's the last opinion you posted up? Um, Galaxy S10 review, and I'm putting up my Geneva. No to show sort of overall Overview. thoughts okay. and stuff. But in terms of your deep dive opinion, oh, I have not actually had time. It's to a, lot work work right stuff, now, yeah. a lot of work. That stuff, man. A lot of work. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we 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 building traction now to put out the video next week. All right. Um, how to fix South Africa? I'm not going to tell you what it is All about right, right cool, now, cool, but cool. it probably has something to do with the housing rates increases and political party manifestos Ooh. running up to the elections. No subject is <laughs> off limits to this man. No subject. May I leave you with a last thought? Okay, this is not a deep, fascinating thought. It's just a thought. You've probably heard Fourth Industrial Revolution, right? 4IR. Yes. Fourth Industrial Revolution. Absolutely everybody's got to incorporate this into every speech. At some point, it's getting on my nerves. And someone pointed out, uh, Mr. President... Uh, without electricity, there will be no industrial revolution of any kind. Yes. You know, so let's hope they sort that out before they get carried away with uses of, you know, artificial intelligence and anything else in South Africa. Mm -hmm. cool. I'm done. Awesome. Cheers.